You're listening to Voice Memos, the show about two longtime friends who have informative yet brief discussions about multitudinous topics. If you want to go deep into a topic, this is not the podcast for you. We keep it shallow. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jen and Myron. Wow. It's not, it's, there's nothing more fun than watching boomers try to figure out computer shit. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I just said something similar because we were driving down the street, and this lady comes by. Wait a minute. I think I have some background noise. This lady comes by, and she's driving a, um, a Tesla. Are you, are you trying to play right now, or do you want to start our podcast? Oh, yeah. We're talking. We're, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> We are okay, dead so alive. We get we got no cues, no production team, no nothing. <laughs> right. I just watch you. So Myron does a video. I turn mine off because otherwise I'll get distracted by all the shit he does while he's talking. So I don't so I don't put mine on because I don't want him to see me just judging everything he does. Um so I didn't know you press I didn't know you pressed start oh recording. So okay, so lady in the Tesla. Yeah, and so she's older, looks like a um a boomer. Okay. And she's at a stop sign and her emergency lights are on. <laughs> her emergency lights are on for a long time. And she's neither turning. I mean, you can only turn right at the stop sign, either go straight or turn right. And I go, this lady, I think she's just pressing buttons in her car. She doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> in this in this Tesla. <laughs> And finally, I think because of all the pressure around her with other cars, she just like pulled over. And I just thought, why did she buy this Tesla? Like <laughs> you do, you do not need to be in that Tesla. Get a nice, comfortable, like Camry or something, just very simple. You do not need a, a Tesla lady. And I just thought, well, here we go. So yes, that that was me right now trying to figure out this technology. I was the old lady in the Tesla, <laughs> and I've been in. So my brother drives Uber right now in between jobs mm-hmm. while he's waiting for a, mm-hmm. another camera gig down in LA in January, and mm-hmm. he drives a Tesla. So he rents a Tesla, Ooh, right? And then, so that he doesn't have to put any wear and tear on his car because he's doing. You know, you could do seven thousand miles a week plus. On, Amazing, because um, he's driving twelve hour days. Yeah, and yeah. he drove us down to LA, and then. Um, he so we get in that car and he always took so there's it's all touch screen right so mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm. adjusting the air conditioner 13 times he's like <laughs> i have to i have to clean off this fucking screen with your finger <laughs> he said i'm in this car for 12 hours and i don't touch the ac that much <laughs> <laughs> You wanted the weather and the front passenger seat to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, because immediately you're, oh, this feels really good. And then it gets a little too cold. So then, and then you're like, I want the vent to move up. <laughs> He's like, I'm charging you because I have to clean all this fucking thumb off. <laughs> you know what? It's so <laughs> Oh, sir, I was putting together a box today. And I know that we always talk about things that we hate, but you know, this is, this is going to, this is going to resonate with a lot of people. So I'm putting together and I'm trying to tape up a box and you know, you break off the piece of tape and then it folds back on top of the tape roll. And now you can't find the end of the tape any longer. And you're trying so hard to fucking find how, where the tape piece can start so that you can pull more tape off. Yeah. (laughs) And you're scratching it like a cat. You're yeah. just sort of scratching at it. And then you're getting pieces. So then you pull this long string. You're like, you're hoping that as you pull the long piece that it connects to make it one big piece. But nope, motherfucker. This is, <laughs> I was so mad. It's as thin as dental floss. <laughs> what a, a ripoff. It's so frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. So I was doing that this afternoon, which made me think of it because... I was coming home from the gym and my car said, you need to put your car in park and let the battery charge. I was like, the fuck? Like, what does that what? mean? Right. So come to find out, I got this car in 2014. It's a Mercedes. This isn't me throwing cloud out there, but it gives a, 
the reason why I'm telling you this is because the battery that I bought. A C300 formatic Mercedes 2015, got it in 2014. It has just over 118,000 miles on it. And it's the first time I'm changing the battery. Whoa, that's well, a good so lasting battery. It's a good lasting battery. And it was $270. That is not bad at all. Okay, I didn't know. And they put AutoZone, no plug. They're not paying for advertisement here. But AutoZone, you pay for the battery. They put it in for free. That is a good deal. That's a great deal. So I was kind of happy about that because I was trying to, and the reason why I brought that up and the box is because it kind of all happened together. I'm wrapping this box to take something back because I didn't have the original box. So then I'm making a makeshift box. And then I had to use some tape that I had and the tape wasn't holding. And then it got stuck. <laughs> I was like, this day is awful. <laughs> you know what? On my old Prius that my daughter now has, and we just um a couple months ago changed the battery after 10 years it was the same kind of deal and the prius has two batteries it has a main battery but it also has a battery that's just used for starting the car and that's the one we had to change and that it was about the same about 150 dollars or something like that and that thing lasted 10 years it was great I, I, I was surprised because the guy said, listen, it's usually every five years or so. Mm. So now we're going, I've had that car almost 10 years because I bought wow. it in 2014. So I'm not complaining. It's held up pretty good. I've had the maintenance done on it when it's supposed to be done. So uh, I, I was a little bummed that I had to buy it, but he said, man, I can't even believe it lasted you nine years. That yeah, that's pretty cool. So when you guys drove to LA in the, uh, the Tesla, how was it? How was the ride and everything? smooth oh well okay my sister came with right so uh -oh. i'm in the front seat because she brought her dog and when we went down there so okay. her and her dog were in the back seat so then we drive down there we come back and i my brother drops me off first so then kelly's like well i'm gonna get in the front seat and mm -hmm. she's like well fucking a man this is really comfortable <laughs> <laughs> she's like the back seat sucks so the back seats are awful I was in the front seat, enjoy. Like, I didn't think for a minute, oh man, this is a long drive. I was like looking out at the land. I was on my phone. I was lounging in a beautiful, comfortable seat. She was in that bucket seat in the back. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> With my seat pretty much all the way back because I was lounging. But yeah, <laughs> it was a comfortable drive. And I kept thinking, because my brother was driving, I kept thinking, God, if I was driving this car, we'd be doing 90 miles an hour. Like, there'd be no way I'd keep the cruise control on at 74. Wow. Yeah. So Did you guys have to stop to charge? Yeah, we stopped twice. Okay, that's not bad. And, and But, like, it's on the it's on the display. Um, it's on the, the map, right? The, um, the GPS map, where to stop for charging and everything? Yep. Yep. And so it'll tell you, it, it'll, it'll also tell you if you put in one too far, it's almost like, hey, this is too risky. And my brother ah. wanted to push the envelope at some point. He's like, I think we can do it. We'll be at 3% battery by the time we get there. I'm like, dude, it just takes one um, car accident that just jacks you up. And now you're sitting in idle in this traffic. And then right. now your battery dies. Right. That's a great point. That's a great point. And then how long did it take to charge? Um, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. That's not bad because because the, the, the charging places are like little rest stops or restaurants yes. or something. And they have superchargers okay. and those superchargers. Oh. And when you charge, you're paying anywhere from, I don't know, 30 cents or something. To walk. I don't I don't know, but it would cost him to fully charge six to ten dollars that's so, that's incredible and then does he pay right there at the pump yep. just like you did with gas yep okay and so you don't have to i thought you had to have like a plan or something like that i right? don't know if um if tesla gives you free at other non-superchargers but no i think you can buy something i do think you can buy a plan but mm, he's renting it so no yeah. need. that's not bad at all i mean and, and at some point and I think there was something in the last infrastructure bill that just says, put these charging stations all over the country. Like you have to make them as ubiquitous as gas stations in order for all the car manufacturers to sell as many EV electric vehicles as they want and can, right? Because you, you can't you can't have um, more cars 
then you have available charging stations and right right and they're just springing up everywhere just like it is with gas like you should you never have to drive far at least in cities to get gas right one block no. to the next block to the next block like it's very easy and that's how charging is 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 supposed to be but i'm not sure when it's going to get there but i know it was in the in the infrastructure bill that was passed a couple of years ago well, yeah, because I think, don't we have to be electric by like 2050 or something like that? Yeah, I, I think it got moved up to the 40s or something like oh, that. Yeah. Okay. And you know, it only makes sense because it doesn't mean that you never use oil or fossil fuels because that stuff goes into a lot of other products that not just vehicles and stuff, but vehicles don't really need that. You don't need that. So why not just convert um, to electric vehicles, even though you know there's a cost for that, but it's not as harmful overall as uh, oil and gas. So yeah, that's I, yeah, that's pretty sense, cool. But you know, all these anti folks that don't believe in climate change is really happening. You know, they're like, I don't want to be forced. It's the same people that say, I don't want to be forced to take the vaccine. I don't want to be forced to drive oh some god. electronic vehicle. Oh my god! To the level of selfishness. Uh, did you see? Um, did you? I don't see... know why it's southern. Why I had a southern accent, but <laughs> uh, you know what's funny about that? Liam, my daughter and I were watching a movie today, and it's a 2015 movie called Everest. It's about that group of climbers in the 90s that. You know, they were climbing Mount Everest and most of them end up dead. Like, you know, that, that story. Yes, 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 yes. And it's is a really good Jake movie. Gyllenhaal? He is in it. Yeah, he's okay. in it. And um, Josh Brolin and a couple other famous faces. Like, you, when you see him, you go, oh, this person's in this movie. Okay, yep, yep. And it's just, it's just a, we like to watch disaster movies. So this is a disaster movie. Almost everybody dies. Everything goes wrong and all this kind of stuff, right? But um, I forgot what I was going to say. Something you said made me think of this movie. Now, uh, now, because of Southern. Because of my Southern oh, and inexplicably, <laughs> Josh Brolin and his wife had Southern accents. <laughs> like, what was it? <laughs> I don't even know why they did that. Like, I guess the guy he was portraying was from Texas. Got it. But his accent... And his wife, I can't think. She was she was the lady who played the the Amazon warrior in Wonder Woman, but I can't think of her name. But their accents were almost like they were like Alabama accents, <laughs> like the Deep South. <laughs> yes, and it was so bad. And I just thought, you know, no one would have cared if they didn't have an accent. Like you didn't do anything with this stupid accent. <laughs> Yeah, like that doesn't. I, I, we get that this is a movie and you're portraying somebody else, it right. doesn't have to be exact. We get it. <laughs> oh my god, you were gonna say mess. something and I interrupted oh, you because okay, so there's a movie on Netflix called Leave, um, Leave the World, and it is really good. Leave so, the World, yes, yes, Leave the World. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that's the right title. I'm gonna look at it while we're talking, but. It's it's a brand new Netflix movie, and it's um it's like their number one number one movie right now, and it's called Leave the World Behind is what it's called. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, do you saw the movie? I saw it. It is so uh, look. Some people hate it, but some people like it. I really loved it because it doesn't answer all the questions. It sort of leaves you hanging. Yep. But it's a really it's sort of creepy. It's sort of it's a lot creepy considering how. I mean, we're not going to give anything away because, you know, the ending, it could piss some people off. Yes, it could yes. not piss some people off. But what was in the ending is was spectacular. Like it, what it they really did, was. I was like, oh, my God. And then you realize what was happening around the world because they prepared for that. Right. So mm -hmm. you knew, oh, this is what's happening. Um, and it doesn't seem like it's too far off because a lot right? of folks... A lot of folks hate this country. Right. And um, so it made me think of, because you were in a Tesla, the Tesla angle in the movie, the car. Oh, the self-driving. Yes, yes. Yes. I was like, oh, it was so funny. So, but yeah, so that was in my movie recommendations. It is, um, it is, I think it's well done. I like all the actors. I like all the tension and the ambiguity because you're not quite sure you know all the little stuff but it's like you said it's very creepy and i, I i'm gonna watch it again i think it was it was an enjoyable oh, wow, watch. Gonna watch it again mm -hmm. see gonna, i don't mm -hmm. like that i don't like when people do that 
And you know why I don't like people watching repeats of shit like over and over again? Mm -hmm. Because time is valuable. And it's very true. there are thousands of shows and TV shows that you've never seen. So I hate that when people, my sister watches Friends over and over again. I can't do that. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't. I can't. Now, that's a good point. I can't watch sitcoms. Over okay. There. Okay. Good. Yeah. I can watch a movie. If sometimes like this movie, I go, well, there was a lot of angles to it. I want to see if I missed something, but I will watch a, I'll rewatch a superhero movie only when I'm like, I'm busy. I'm doing something else, but I want some noise on at the same okay, time. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. I'll put it in a superhero when I've seen before. And I, Cause then I know like when to ignore stuff and that kind of stuff. So, so you, you might know. watch this again, because what would be the reason? Well, I, I think that, um, in that first half, um, I want to pay a little more attention to like all the little things that are happening to try to mm -hmm. figure out is I want to I want to try to figure out if I could figure out what it is. Right. Even though I, I don't think that's the purpose of the movie. I think yeah. the purpose of the movie is just there's some things you just can't figure out. But, yeah. you know, that there's so many things, you know, fucked up that it could be any of these things. And, and then so, you don't know, yeah. So then you don't know if it's actually going to turn into some like killer, like, right? You don't scenario, know, like who's killing? Are, is are they really actual murderers? And they're right? hiding under this umbrella. So you you, and then it starts to take a turn where everybody's trying to figure it out. You know? Yes. And, yes. Possibly. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So I want to do that because now that I know, I'm going to see if I can just pick up something. But yeah. So I really, I really, I really enjoyed the movie. And um, so we can talk about movies later. But I just. That one came up because you're talking about Tesla and the Tesla scene. And uh, that makes me think about how on Twitter, I think it was yesterday, the day before. Um, okay, let me backtrack. So Elon Musk has this satellite system that he owns, oh. right? He owns this uh, satellite, it's called Starlink, and it's used all over the world. And, and governments and militaries use it. And he has used that to... Like when, when when the war between Ukraine and Russia started, at one point, not started, it was like the war was happening. And at one point, Ukraine needed access to see where Russian troops were. They needed access to the Starlink. And Elon Musk said, no, you can't have it. Because Elon Musk is a pro-Russia guy. And so then you start, you start thinking, wait a minute, why does this one person have control over something and is is generally is not even generally is working against the interests of the United States, and at the same time, he has United States government contracts for other things. So that was a big um, discussion in and around government for like the last year, and then finally, I think it was earlier this week. Today is today is Thursday. Okay, so earlier this week, the United States said that they were denying his company that owns his Elon Musk and Starlink. He, they were denying them some access to something and they were reconsidering the relationship and all this kind of stuff. But they just told him, no, he was trying to get something right. And the government said, nah. And basically it was a very nice response to say no, but they were basically saying you fucked us over during this war. And now these are the consequences, mofo. So what's funny about that and where this whole story is going Elon Musk's mother got on Twitter and said, why is Joe Biden attacking my son? I almost died. I just thought, you know, I wish I could. And I saw it. I thought, you know, so many people responded with, you know, memes and gifs and, you know, <laughs> there's gifs of her with a bottle and you know, Elon Musk's mouth, like a milk bottle and all this stuff. And I thought <laughs> there's so many great responses. Like, you you know, you can't even get in there and get yours. And I just thought, how how absurd is this timeline? Like, how absurd? <laughs> Sir, I don't know if anything shocks me anymore. Do you know, yeah, like, right? I mean, what shocks me, I, I will say is how funny people are. Like, I I don't realize there's a lot of comedians out there. There's a lot of stand-up comedians. There's a lot of sitcom comedians. I, but when you think about just spending your time 
looking at videos on TikTok or Instagram and you immediately go to comments and you're laughing at the comments more than the fucking video. You just yes. think, I, I need to be friends with everybody that's that's making these comments because these right. are funny fucking people. You know, I, I think I think that's one of the um, um, I think the comedy on social media and online social media is one of the um, un. it does not get the publicity it should. Because, you know, you, you see these studies about social media, social media, you know, um, the porn that's out there, the racism, the hate on women, um, you know, the, the wars and, you know, this stuff like that and all that serious stuff. Right. Not that any of that stuff is serious. All, all of it's serious. But you never hear about how funny the damn Internet is. No, you don't. You don't right. like people will grab their sole basis of their TikTok account is to grab videos and share the comments and laugh at the comments. Like yes, <laughs> and it's a never-ending supply. A never-ending. Like you don't think it can get funnier? And lo and behold, fucking somebody says something, and you're like, I don't even. I like to consider myself funny, but they are. They think of things that I that are epic. So I am surprised yes. by how funny people are. I'm not surprised of the tragedies that continue to happen. Yes. I, and you know what? You make a good point because I I saw a video and it was just the most random videos, you know, someone in a restaurant, you know, and someone says something, you know, orders something or just something absurd. And, but it was funny. And then like you, you know, you go to the comments because going, so people that don't know, going to the comments because sometimes you want to go to the comments on on social media, either videos or posts or whatever it is, because sometimes you want more information about whatever video you just watched yep. or whatever someone just said or something. But for the most part, you go to the comments because you want to see how the people are going to attack this video, right? <laughs> Like, and, are they going to be good vibes in there yes. or are they going to slaughter people? Yes. And sometimes, and let me tell you, most of the time, if you see a video and someone is like cooking or someone falls down some steps or, you know, you know, just something silly and you chuckle, if you just chuckle at the video, <laughs> go to the comments because they will take that video a hundred places deeper in your laugh, your laugh bank. <laughs> and I, I swear I saw one the other night. It was very based. Lady just fell down some stairs. She just slept. She was talking and slipped. And, you know, the little kid laughed. The dog ran. Just all the little stuff. And the first 20 comments were golden. They were just golden. <laughs> Everything was, and, and you can't, you can't stop laughing. And they just get better. And you can just keep scrolling because it'll be thousands of funny comments. Thousands. <laughs> it is very similar to, CeeLo Green's new song and people were trying to learn the dance and there was a woman trying so desperately to learn the dance and she posted and people were like just telling her like man that leg all of a sudden got out the room or I mean I see the effort you can't even I'm not even doing funny videos justice by trying to tell you what the comments are you You just have to take our word for it and you see something that's a little funny that you kind of chuckle like you said you go to the comments mm. and it takes the video to a whole nother round a whole nother round and you know what i think you made the best point in talking about because you can go to tiktok for example or instagram or or even facebook and there'll be a a, a video clip from a comedian and the comedian is on stage and you'll get a clip of her or his Little moment, they're telling some little story joke, you know, like comedians do. And it, it'll always be funny because it'll be their best work and they put it online. And you go to the comments, it's just like you said, every comment would be funnier than the comedian. <laughs> yes. I'm like, damn, what? It's very similar to watching singers. Now, if you're on TikTok like I am, I prefer TikTok for listen. I, I prefer Instagram for like the stories. I don't go into the reels or anything like that that often. But TikTok, there will be some amazing singers that blow the doors off yes. of anybody that I yes. know right now. Yes. And I just. And in, I just get engulfed in watching all their videos and listening to them. And I think to myself, there are people out here and no offense to Michelle Branch, some mm-hmm. singer that I hear in coffee house all the time. Mm-hmm. She's awful. Like, I don't think she's good. And I watch mm-hmm. these videos of these young, old, middle-aged people yes. and their voices are like 
chef's kiss. Yes. And you know what? And there's a whole subgenre subgenre to those voices. Anybody either in either in this country or in the nation. And they I think pound for pound they out seeing everybody. It's the Filipinos. Like there are videos and people will say, you know what? You just have to you have to listen to this Filipino sing this song. And there'll be like just some random a party, a family of Filipino people in the Philippines or sometimes in the States. And they and they'll be doing karaoke and go, okay, give the phone, you know, give the, the mic to, you know, Uncle Danny, you know, cousin, cousin Felicia or whatever. And they all sound like they have music contracts. <laughs> it is like, how is this possible? And you go to the comments and you go, and they're so funny because they go, yeah, you'll never go karaoke against anybody from the Philippines because they start singing in the crib and then they'll have some little baby singing some song. <laughs> you know, how, is this, how does a little person sing like this? <laughs> oh, I saw I saw a video just yesterday and it, it was a white guy. He looked sort of dorky, which you would consider dorky. And he had, you know, glasses. He was sort of, he was sort of gangly. He sort of looked just like nerdy and everything. And the little, the little caption was, don't judge a book by its cover. And I was like, oh, what is this? And he's he has a little microphone, and I don't know where he was. I don't know if he was in a school or maybe even a church or something. And it's all grainy and everything. I said, let me watch this video. And this guy starts singing, and he's probably about 18, maybe, maybe 20, something like that. And he starts singing, and he sounds like Luther Vandross. I mean, his voice is so smooth. It's, he, I'm telling you, that kid should get a contract. He sounded so good. And you go to the comments, and everybody. It's just saying, this is one of the best voices I ever heard. It's just some gangly kid. So was it a kid that had uh, red hair? Like I think he did have reddish hair. And white as can be. Yes. And, yeah. I, and people will request him to sing other songs. Yes, he's that good. You're like, yeah. Right. I forget who, what his name is, but yeah, he looks younger. I think he might be older. I think he might have even been on one of the singing shows. Because I, I went into the rabbit hole. You know, I hate that too, the rabbit hole, where mm -hmm. if you're on TikTok and you mm -hmm. see a video, say it's some, I can't believe this happened to so-and-so. And there's always a tagline that says, oh, no, what? Uh, I'm trying to find a word that's, um, let's say it's... Um, Gabby Batista, whatever her name okay, is. Okay. Like what happened to Gabby Batista? So then yes. you can click on that and it takes you to all these other videos. And then you yes. take you to more videos and you're like, before you know it, you're two hours into finding out who Gabby <laughs> Batista was and what happened. Like that drives me insane. Like definitions of shit. Oh, I love that. Right. I, I and love I that. right an hour later, an hour later, you're like, it's so much. I, I did that, I did that rabbit hole, that deep dive deal yesterday on a lady i i followed this story that there was a traffic accident i forget what state they're in and it was an older black guy and whatever happened in accident you know he drives away and a lady who was an observer she was a young white woman only 25 she calls 911 and she has 911 on the phone and she says she's chasing this older black guy in her car and they tell her look ma'am don't just stop you know we got the license and really the guy never she thought he he she thought this man did a hit and run on another car but he had not he had never hit anything but she just thought that and and the 911 operator is saying okay we got your information we got everything you told us uh highway patrol is on the way don't pursue let it go anyway she caught up to the guy and she shot him and killed him why yes and and it was, I think it was either earlier this year or late last year. And so there was the trial. And and and, and Jen, this lady was only 25 years old. And the man was in his 60s and she killed him. And so um, the trial, the last few days of the trial, it was all on TikTok. They, like the, 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 the closing arguments for her lawyers and the prosecutors and everything. And even some of the cross-examination. Because there was like 15 parts. And I thought, I can't watch all this. But I watched enough of it. And she was charged with like seven charges, you know, murder, you know, the weapon, the, the chasing, all this kind of stuff, right? And she got she convicted got of everything. Why did she kill him? That's what they were trying to get at. And she, her defense was that, 
at first her defense was that he attacked her, but they were like, well, no, you chased him. Like he didn't even hit the car. You everything you thought happened, none of that happened, and you chased him in your car. And even if you thought that and you were wrong, the 911 operator told you to stop and you still didn't stop. You caught up to him, right? After he got out of the car and you killed him. Like everything she did was just how did it, she kill him? It all came down to racism. She just, yeah, she was white. He was an older black man. And I I, want to say it might've been in Georgia or South Carolina. I'm not quite sure. And she just, even on the witness stand, she didn't really feel, she didn't really express any remorse or sorrow. And she was sort of nasty. What did she tell him? She just, she said that. Oh, she shot him. Oh my God! Yeah, he got out of that car and she shot him. She she had a she had a gun, and oh she caught up to him and she shot and killed that man. And everything she based that on, she she said that he hit and run another car. He never did his car didn't hit anything. And so to that man, he didn't even know what happened. He just said some lady walked up to him and killed him. Oh my God! Yes, it was horrible. And so so the whole not the whole trial, but a lot of the trial video of the trial is on TikTok. And then, so I finally got to uh, the sentencing and the, the jury comes out and it was a, it was a pretty mixed jury. Uh, the prosecutor was a black lady and the judge was a black woman. And the, the jury was, it was pretty mixed. And the foreman was a, a white guy and he read every charge. They found her guilty of every single charge. And only then when they were reading out the the, the the charges and whether she was guilty or not, did she, because you, you got to, the judge says you to stand up. That's when she started crying. And, wow. and then the judge just said, I'm going to remand you in the custody of the, of the police. They put her in handcuffs and then her sentencing is tomorrow. And I just thought, you know, and that was one of those, that was one of those things where, because it's out of state, like we're in California, that's not a California trial. There's no news about that trial here, right? But there it was on TikTok. Somebody, I don't know who it was, but they had every part of that trial in nine or 10, however long those videos are, nine or 10 minute increments. And so speaking of going down a bunny trail, I went down a bunny trail on that to just see, I wanted to see what the verdicts were and they found her guilty. So there are times, as bad as TikTok can be, right? There are times like the comedian thing you were talking about, how, how funny it can be. And then something like this, here's a jury that's just not on TV or trial that's not on TV anywhere, at least out here. And there it was with no with no commentary, like no one telling you what to think or anything. It's just the video. And I thought, oh, this is really good. Yeah, it's yeah, they'll do that for big for big cases in which people are invested that the news yes. will cover. So people just record the criminal, the the case on whatever yes. criminal website it is and just record the video so that you can see it. Yes, it's it is like it could be really good, and then like, it's just it's just like you said before. You know it. You get the little warning saying, "Hey, you've been at this for an hour. <laughs> Mind your business." <laughs> I just scroll. Get out of my face. It's not playing in my face. Like you are not the boss to me. I just just because you told me I'm going to do it another right. Hour. I got that today. So I was watching. I was watching a series on Netflix. Right, it was one of those limited series, only six episodes. So. I like those because it's like, it's not going to be a season two. Yep, yep, yep. It's just six episodes. The first one was an hour. The next two were like 30 or 40 minutes, you know, something like that. And I was on episode five, right? It didn't take that long. You know, I'm just breezing through it. I'm doing some stuff. I'm watching those little series. It's called, a, um, I have to look it up, something family. Anyway, and then right before the fifth one comes on, Netflix comes back and says, like, are you still watching this? Do you still want to watch this? I'm like, what? <laughs> In my binging, made you think I didn't want to watch this. I'm literally watching it. <laughs> I thought they went away with that shit. I know. And you know, I think they changed the wording, the wording, because it used to say, Are you still watching? But now it said, it gave me three little options. It came back and said, Do you want to continue? Do you want to continue and not see this again? Or do you want to stop? Oh right. But it was still those things. And I'm like, I'm at the end of this. Like, like, what do they expect me to do while I'm watching it? To make them know I'm still watching it, other than watching it. 
<laughs> just pressing play. If it's playing, I'm watching. <laughs> Damn, sir. So you, okay. So we, um, when you think about talking about news, now yes. you see it on Twitter or X, I should say a lot about this case in Texas with the woman and her abortion. And because she's yes. going to have a baby that won't survive, but a couple days outside of the womb, I don't know the woman's name, um, but because Texas, it's illegal to have an abortion. And in Texas, they can also fine you if you help or do the abortion. So yes. the woman left, right? She left Texas to go have her abortion. Yes. And so, so um, the lady, her doctor told her that I can't think of the medical terms, but essentially um, her baby either would not be born alive, would be stillborn, or it would not live more than a day or two. And so, and so Texas passed a law that made uh, abortion uh, illegal, except in like very rare cases. And it, and in theory, and, and this was part of their justification. They said, well, if the mother's life is in danger or something, then she can, you know, get an abortion. And so her doctor said, yeah, this this is non this is a non-viable fetus, right? And so she tried to get an abortion and um they said no. They said, no, you, you cannot get an abortion. And so then she sued to get an abortion. And then now, now think of this. Now, we need to say this. This is a middle class white woman, right? Mm -hmm. Not 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 poor, not, you know, not a teenager, not black or Mexican immigrant or anything like that. This is a middle class white woman. And they said, no, you cannot. So she sued. And then um, her uh, she won the lawsuit. They say, yeah, yeah, you can get an abortion. But the state of Texas uh, Ken Paxson is the Attorney General of Texas. He uh, appealed. He said, "No, we're no, we're going to appeal this." Now, think about this. This is this is an older white man, Ken Paxson. He's not having any babies any any, any time right now. He has been um, charged, and he's a he is under indictment. He had um, a whole separate measure. They tried to impeach him because he'd been having an affair. Um, with another politician living in a different place than his wife, living with his girlfriend, just a horrible person, right? But he said, no, you, uh, we're going to appeal this from the state because abortion is illegal, this guy. So it goes to the Texas Supreme Court. And the Texas Supreme Court, nine people, six men, six white men, three women. I think one of the women might be Latina, but two white women, maybe she's Latina. So let's just say that. And six men, six white men, now, this is literally a panel of people who then tell this grown-ass professional woman that, no, you cannot. You cannot have an abortion. She had to ask permission, right? Oh, my God. And so then they brought her doctor on as part of the trial. And then, and then the, the state said, nah, you're not saying that she's really, um, her health, her life is really in danger. And the and so the court said no, you can't have an abortion. Now that is, I that is is mind blowing. So what she did, because she has the means, she she left the state, right, to go get her procedure. Now here's the deal: it's not over yet, because in Texas they passed a law that if someone aids you in leaving the state to get an abortion that person can be charged with murder. And if her doctor had done it anyway, because doctors should not be under the, under the um, politicians should not be able to tell doctors what to or not to do, right? So doctors are on the Hippocratic oath. They have to do yeah. no harm. They have to help you, right? They have to do this. They In Texas, they could charge the doctor with murder. And if they're at a hospital, they could charge the hospital that did it. They can charge them. These are all felonies. And then also in Texas, they have, they don't call it a bounty, but it's a bounty that anyone can now go get this woman and get a $10,000 reward for bringing her in because she got an, she got a, she got an abortion. 
And this is in 2023 in America that this lady is, she's essentially a fugitive, right? We don't really know where she is right now. And I want to make the point that I'm going to reiterate this point. This is a middle-class professional white woman. And I say that because if it will happen to that subset of people, it'll happen. It'll be worse for anybody else, any other woman. And, and, and so now Texas is saying, we're going to make it a felony to leave the state to get an abortion. Now, let me tell you something, why that's a big deal. There was something in the constitution. I can't think of which one, maybe 19. And anyway, I can't think of it. I'll put it in the show notes. It's called the Fugitive Slave Act. Okay. Meaning if an enslaved person escaped and made it to another state, it didn't matter. Even if they got to a so-called free state, it didn't matter because they were, they escaped and they were considered a slave that anybody can apprehend them and bring them back. That's essentially what the movie 12 Years a Slave is about. There was Ooh. a free man, there was a free man got captured. They took, he was in the in the north in the free, they took him back to the south, made him a slave. And so that law is what um, the Fugitive Slave Act, that law is what is what we get our police from. Because you the state end up deputizing people and say you are now working for the state. You can go capture this person and bring them back. So our, our police, our policing comes from, from that, that, that if you were a so-called fugitive slave, the fugitive slave act, you escaped, then people could go get you. So white men, bounty hunters, they were, they called them slave catchers. That's, that's what they did. That led to what we call our police force. So, so Texas is trying to do that, or they're it's it's not even trying, they're doing that with pregnant women who want an abortion. Ooh. I mean that, sir, that is mind-boggling. That's mind-boggling. My and oh, you know what? Okay. And, and, and you know, because when you hear these things, you go, Well, is this democratic, Democrats versus Republican? It's not, because 75% of people something like 80% of people in America say abortion is okay. Right. And people who identify, women who identify as Republican have abortions at the same rate as women who identify as Democrat. And women who identify as Christian have the same rate of abortion of people, women who don't identify with the religion. I mean, abortion is everybody gets it. Right. Not everybody. Women across all demographics and race and religion and um, income. It is pretty, it's pretty evenly split. Like everybody does, all the women do it, right? And, but yet a small little group of people, so conservative men, and most most conservatives are white men or middle-class wealthy, doesn't matter. Most conservatives are white men. And then there are conservative women. And even those conservative women who would get abortions, they will still vote with those men to make it illegal. Because the religious people that get abortions believe that, well, their situation is different. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> their situation is different. And plus, they're forgiven. Right? But nobody else. And so I don't know what's going to happen to that lady and to other women in Texas. But I do know it's not just Texas. Because there's there's a young Black woman in Ohio. And she had a miscarriage. Right? At home. And the the... I don't know what you call it, so I don't want to get it wrong, but it came out of it. But it wasn't a baby, but it was, it was. a miscarriage? Yeah, she had a miscarriage, right? And they charged her with murder. And so, yeah, she's on trial right now. And she went to the doctor and the doctor said, okay, you miscarried. We just have to wait for it to pass. Like there's nothing, there's nothing alive inside of you, but it just has to pass. The doctor, the hospital, her doctors, they sent her home. It passed. They arrested her, charged her with murder. Oh my God. Yeah, and she's on trial right now. And it's like, well, what do you, what what does a woman do? In Ohio, she went to the doctor. The doctor said, There's nothing we can do. you we're, we're very sorry. I'm not saying that the doctors and the nurses were cruel because they were not. They were like, We've done everything we can. 
you no longer have a viable fetus in you, right? Nothing. And so she, they said, we're not going to do surgery on you. You're going to have to let your body reject it. You have to let your body do what your body's going to do. And they sent her home. So she did. It passed. They tried to murder. And I can't even believe that's possible. Right. It just, it it boggles the mind. Like it boggles the mind. And and that's why, you know, I've said this a lot on, on our podcast that, that even when you don't agree with a political point of view, whether Republican, Democrat, independent, green, hell, communist, socialist, whatever it is, right? Whatever it is, libertarian, all, all that those bullshit stuff. Do vote. I advocate voting for harm reduction, right? I, I'm not going to vote for a party that agrees with that, what the stories I just told, making a woman a fugitive yeah. in Texas and going to a a, a bunch of um, um, judges for permission to get an abortion. They tell you no, then you're just shut out a lot. And then in Ohio, you go to the doctor and they're like, this is all we can do. We're very sorry. They do a little care package. They go, it's going to pass. Just going home and it's going to happen. And it happens now and you're arrested for murder. Like, I'm not going to vote for the party that says that's okay. And the yeah. only party that says that's okay is the Republican Party. And so harm reduction means I will never have, so I'll never have a baby. I'll never be pregnant. My fiance is not going to have any babies. It's not going to happen to me. But I don't want it to happen to somebody else. Yep. Yeah, so anyway. Yes. I don't want it to happen to my friends because I don't, I'm, no, I'm not going to have a baby, God forbid. Uh, right. Yeah, but I don't want, I don't want anybody to do what Texas is doing. If, say that was my sister in Texas. Yeah. And now, like, her life is at risk. She's carrying this baby that is no longer viable. And she is going to be arrested and thrown in jail because she decided to do what she wanted to do with her own body. Like, I I can't, I don't want to repeat what you said, but I'm not, I'm going to support the side that has the people's choice as their best interest. Right. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Like, what, what is the best? For the most people, and I don't, I don't have to like a politician for that. And I know, I know that it's wrong um, for people, particularly men. Let me just talk about men because I'm a man. So this is my lane. I can talk about men. Men can't tell you, um, men can't tell you what a uterus is, what a fallopian tube is. Most don't know where the clitoris is. Uh, Men can't tell you. Anything about uh, menstruation, menopause, perimenopause, um, can't tell you how to buy uh, tampons. Men can't tell you any of that. Men don't know how long periods last. They don't know. Any, they, don't know any, they don't know that there's two different holes. For they don't know if there's two different holes. <laughs> like they don't know anything. But yet, most of the the vast majority of the judges who are dis- and politicians who are deciding these things are men, are men. And now, of course, there's, there's like in Texas, there was three women, but it's men, six men. And the politicians, mostly men, right, are are doing, are are making these laws. And men don't know shit. American men don't know shit. Like, you can't even say on TV in most movies, you can't even say period. Like, you can't even say that. You can't even talk about menstruation. You can't talk about cramps. Nothing. Like, men in this country won't allow it. Because we teach boys to be grossed out. And so that's all that's what we that's all they learn. Be grossed out by this. This is disgusting. Even though there are more women in the world. So that means that the majority of the people on the planet go through periods, menstruation, menopause, so forth and so on. The majority of the people. But men will tell you that not only is this nasty and gross and awful, and they don't know that's that's where most of men's knowledge stops and starts, right? Start, starts and stops right there. That's all they know. And so now these are the people in this country who didn't say, well, you can't get an abortion. Or or this one guy talking about the talking about the lady in Texas. He just said, why can't she just have a why can't she just have a um a, a cesarean? They just take it out of her. It just oh my God. I know. And you go, but these are the people making decisions. It's these people. And you go, this is so bass backwards. Like it just, it, it makes no sense. 
It makes no sense. And so we're taught that, you know, we're taught to like celebrate and make fun of men and penises and ball sacks and, you know, yuck, yuck, yuck and all this. And then, you know, woman talks about her cramps or, you know, um, her uh, a period, poop periods and stuff. Uh, and the men are like, gross, don't talk about that. That should be illegal. No one wants to hear that. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are in a place in this, in this society where we are now, um, there is a series that these two women put together on TikTok. It's called, this is what it's like being an American, a, a woman in America. And it's yes. everything negative, right? We're told to be being a woman in America, Make make sure you're heard, but don't be too loud. Make sure yes. that you have a full time job and you're still expected to put food on the table. I'm a woman in America. That's a it's a series that these two women put together. So I encourage you just put in women in America on TikTok, and I'm sure it'll come up. So we're we're in a we are in just a place that I don't even know how you got here. Like it happened. It feels like how we are in society just happened overnight, but it really hasn't happened overnight. It's a long process, yeah. Yeah, it's long. It, it it takes a while, and just like with um, it's just like like if you get in debt, like whether it's a car, or house, or credit cards or something, it's easier to get into it, easier and faster, and it takes longer to get out of it. Right, it's the same thing because if you get a credit card, two thousand dollar limit, ten thousand dollar limit, and you charge that bad boy up, you could do that. You know, a couple of good trips. A couple of birthdays, you know, some some Christmas gifts, and you've maxed out a credit card. It might take you some years to pay it off, and what what may have taken you a year, if that, to run it up. And that's how it is in America. America is a big ship. It's a big ship, and it takes a long time to right the ship. You know, and you know, we talked about this before because I thinking about how the Dow Jones, you know, hit a record high today or something. And we've talked about how when a president gets in office, they really inherit the prior president's um, economy and all those things. And it takes a couple of years before the new stuff starts hitting because it, it's a big country, a big economy. And so all that infrastructure stuff, all those student debt forgiveness, all that stuff starts hitting. And you start seeing, you know, that people who are in the investment world you know, the Dow Jones and that's like retirement stuff and investments and, you know, housing, all that stuff gets better and gas prices go down um, and you go, OK, this stuff is finally starting to hit. And even with and even that wages are up, all those indicators are good. And it took a while for that to happen. And I'll never forget when President Obama was president in his first term and um, he was he was running for the second term and things had just started to turn around. It was in his third year of his first term and things had just started turning around because we had been through that giant depression, you know, the economy collapsed and the housing market and everything. I remember him saying in one of his, in one of his um, campaign stops, he said, you know, things are better now, but this is just the beginning of the turnaround. He said, I need to be elected again to keep this going. But also, you know, he would say, look, because, the next guy is going to try to get credit for this because this is going to spill over into that next term. I'm going to be here to see this through. So he did get that second term, right? And then towards the end of that, he said, I really want Hillary to win. He said the same thing because this turnaround is going to keep going and she she needs to get credit for this, right? It, he, he really meant himself. But Donald Trump got it. And when he got in office, the economy kept going and people were initially were like, oh, man. He did so well. This is Donald Trump. And I remember having this conversation with him. No, that's still Obama's economy. Like it, <laughs> it takes a while. And then towards the end of Donald Trump's um, thing, the economy started to tank because he gave him that trillion dollar tax break. And then and then he mismanaged COVID. Right. So there was a there was an impact on the nation where he mismanaged COVID and everything. And so then President Biden had to get in. And his first year, it was ugly because it was the Trump holdover. And now it's just starting to come out of it. So it's gotten better. And I think it'll it'll keep getting better. But, you know, depending on who that next president, I think it'll be him. But that's how the presidency presidency is. It, it rolls over to the next, to the next one. But people have short memories. 
And people will associate who's in office right now. That's who gets the credit or that's who gets the blame. <laughs> yeah, funny. Oh my God. So I, I seems like today we have just been nonstop talking. We're almost coming up to our time. So let's do a quick um, TV show. What are you watching? Okay. So the series I was watching today on Netflix is called A Nearly Normal Family. Okay. And it's a Swedish uh, limited series set in Sweden. And, uh, but it's dubbed or you can. Or subtitles? Whatever. It's subtitles and it's dubbed as well in okay. English. And uh, it's it's only six episodes. It's really good. And you know how there's just, a, it's just a crime show. It's like a little mystery. And the mystery is, you know, there's the, there's a family. So the husband is a priest, but not Catholic because he's married and he has a wife. His wife is an attorney and they have a teenage daughter. And so, and we're trying to figure out what is unusual about this family. And some of it's told during flashback during flashbacks, but I've learned that the, the crime shows from Sweden, there's rarely anybody that's good. Even the people you think are be good guys, they're not. Like there's always something with them. And it's only six episodes. Um, and it does involve crime and um, as they say online, essay. Um and so, but it's very good. So I watched that. that that's on Netflix. And then I just saw a new sci-fi movie on Hulu called um, um, Apollia, I think it's called. It's brand new on Hulu. And it's it doesn't seem like it's sci-fi, but it is. It's a very interesting story about this, this guy. He just invents a, a time machine, but it can only go back to a certain time and it can only do a certain thing. And so the setup is this lady's husband is killed in an accident. And you go, okay, well, what if we, do, we try to use it? They don't know if it works. And then all these bad effects starts happening. But it's very, there's no nothing flashy, no special effects, nothing like that. It's just little things like that. So, and then the last one is, you know, I we went this past week to see the Beyonce movie of her tour, the Renaissance tour. Oh, Okay. And so I'm not in the the beehive, as they call themselves, you know, the her her followers. Yeah. Um it was really good. I oh. I it and and it's not just her concert, it's almost like a documentary. And so you get it's told from her point of view. So you get her point of view on not just her concert. You don't really get like music writing or singing, maybe a little bit of that, but you get her concert stuff, but she spends a lot of time showcasing her dancers um, and all their struggles and then their lives and successes and everything. And she's very LGBTQI friendly. And so you get to meet these people who are dancers uh, and, and uh, entertainers. And then she takes you to all the crew that have to build her sets and everything. So the engineers, the lighting, construction, the caterers, the the, the seamstresses making all the costumes and you get to see these people do their thing and you get a little bit of her, her family and her, her growing up and everything. And of course you get her in concert and the celebrities and stuff, but it is, it's really mellow. Like it's not like being at a concert. It's a documentary. And then you find out that she wrote, directed and produced it while she was on this tour Oh shit! It's, yes, it is like what the hell, and you can see her her kids, you know, and just and she even talks about some of the bad stuff, you know, the bad stuff online about her kid and herself, and you just go through it, and it just seems like, sir, that she's a grown up, and it's like mm. it's like because I think she's forty two or something like that, so you get a grown up perspective of you know here's what I've done you know, with this con with this tour, here's why I've done it. And here's why I don't really give a fuck what people think about me. It's that kind of like <laughs> that grown woman kind of shit. And I never would have seen it. But Eliane went to her concert in New York and she and Leah wanted to see it. I'm like, okay, let's go see it. I was I was really impressed. It's really good. Wow. Okay. That's good. So she's keeping very similar. I'm not comparing the two. It's very similar to how Taylor Swift did her yes. air tour. On, I don't know. I've never seen either of them. So I yes. And they, they went to each other's premiere. And okay. apparently it was very simultaneous that because of the writer's strike, um, 
they both did the same thing. They went outside of the Hollywood machine, the studios, and they both went directly to the movie distribution, the theaters. They bypassed Hollywood altogether. They just said, we're going to make an independent deal. I think Taylor Swift went to like Regal or something or AMC or something. And Taylor and Beyonce went to Cinemark or whatever their parent companies are named. And they just said, you know what? We'll make the the deal with the, with the theaters. And the theaters said, okay, we'll make the deal. We'll pay you this money. And then we'll distribute it all over the world. And that's what they did. And so the, some Hollywood people got mad, but they both said, you know, as women in this industry, that if we could bypass all those middle men, literally middle men who take all this money from all this stuff and go straight to the, you know, people that distribute it, that's what we're going to do. And so I don't know if they were in cahoots with it, but I know they were that they were at each other's premieres. So it was very simultaneous. And you know what? I'm all for it. Get your, get your money, like bypass that stuff. Yeah, that's, I agree. Damn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you, yeah. you, you've been a movie, a couple series. So I know we're both watching um, a murder at the end of the world. Yes. Okay. So I'm one. I'm, I think it has it in. I'm, I didn't watch this past Friday, so I'm, I'm oh, not there yeah, yet. It's good. I'm caught up. It's okay. It's, it's so good. I, yeah. I love the concept of it. A lot comes more information you'll see comes up this last week. So that's really good. I finished the Buccaneers on Apple TV. So good. It's a, it's set in the 1800s. Women in New York in that time period go to England. They meet, you know, Dukes and. Yes, I need to see that. It's really good. Eight episodes, chef's kiss, well acted, good storyline. Very, uh, and then you go over to the Gilded Age, which is a uh, it's so good. sure group of, of people. And that is, it's it's really, really, really good. I've never been into these period pieces before. And then, Me neither. of course, Bridgerton came out and I really enjoyed that. And then this Gilded Age, then you got Game of Thrones. You just, all these period pieces, you think, oh, I'm, I'm missing out on something. So, so, I, so, so somebody on, on, on TikTok said, or maybe it was on Twitter or something that said about the Gilded Age. They say, you know, I don't know what it is, but these writers on that show, they got me loving that show and nothing happens. It's just, it's just, she's, this, lady, this lady said, you mean you ate that cucumber like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ate a slice of cake before, you know, this lady did. How dare you, you know? It's so good. It's so good, it's right? It's so good. If you're not watching, there's only one full season, and then season two is happening right now. So I think there's yes. probably six or seven episodes for season two. Super, super good. Of course, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real yes. Housewives of Salt Lake City, and Real Housewives of Miami. All train wrecks, all fantastic, all really good entertainment, which Very I really good. enjoyed. And you know, I'm watching this show. I'm not recommending it, but I'm watching Found on peacock oh, i've heard a lot about it so how is it it's not good i mean okay. it's predictable it's okay. like gabby mosley she's this woman that was kidnapped and got away from her captor and then she found her kidnapper and she's got him kidnapped in her basement to help her solve missing cases so okay. the concept is really good mm. but it's the cheesy sort of abc cbs yeah, the WB. Okay like acting it's it's on because there's not a ton of shows out that are capturing my attention but you know what sir it's like once you've seen these series you know whether it's netflix or apple or someone prime once you've seen those series and they have you know they're much more gritty they they're free to cuss you know, they're, they're just better than most of those network series. Yes, 1,000%. And, right. and the writing, like when you get to an HBO Max and you're watching The Gilded Age or you're watching The Buccaneers or you're um, watching uh, Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV or oh, The Morning yeah, Show, all the other, yeah, Lessons in Chemistry, all mm-hmm. the other shows, you just go, oh, what a bummer. Like it's, it's a, it passes the time it is, good to yes. watch as entertainment but i'm not recommending it but that's what i'm watching i got uh, you okay that's it. i got you yeah uh okay well um i know we're about to wrap up and we need to 
I think next week will be our final show of the year. Yeah, so, so we need to sort of like a little wrap up and maybe we do some, uh, you know, we, and the, we want to make sure our audience, you know, feels good at the end of the year. So we should really talk about some stuff we hate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for that. Like, look at me, my ears perked up. I was like, that sounds good. Because <laughs> this is not the place to come for your feel good shit. Like oh, we, we you got Hallmark for that. <laughs> <laughs> you and my mom, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so meet us here next week. Um, uh, put us on auto download and turn put on us your notifications. On, yeah, notifications. Rate us. You know, and you know, give us some fives. Give us some feedback. Send us some questions, and we'll talk. And tell us some stuff you hate. We'll talk about the stuff next year or next week. Because I know, sir, you have a. a a large following. Most people, I think you have over 12,000 followers on Twitter. So 21,000, you should ask them, give me some topics that you want to hear about on our last end of the year podcast. Let's see what people say. That's a great point. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Uh, Let me see. So we, they all have opinions that you don't even ask for, you know, the more followers, more problems. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Cause you post something like, that means nothing. People would just like be in your throat online. It's just the most simple thing. You're like, wow, why, why did that upset you? It's just a picture <laughs> of a flower. <laughs> like they want to cut you. So yeah, let's see what they have to say. You have okay. a lot of uh, media people out there with good opinions. So again, reach out to us on our social media platforms that you'll find on the show notes. And we yep. look forward to wrapping up the year with you all next week and excited to see what 2024 brings us as well. Peace out. Love this podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Visit the episode description to find out how you can connect with the hosts on social media. Voice Memos is a production of Dear Dean Publishing. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without consent.